our Motivated Women podcast number one. And I'm Julie, and joining me is Crystal. Um, we're here to start a support system for ourselves and other women out there. It's hard in, to attempt changes in life, and everybody out there is busy and doesn't always have support right there for them with the way of the world these days. Hopefully the story is Crystal and I, and hopefully Amy at some point when she can um, get back and join us, can share information that we come by or that we've experienced that hopefully will help us and others out there, you included, in getting to the goals in your life. And if it's weight loss or just doing something in the house, we can, we can help you do that. So again, I'm Julie. I've been podcasting with my husband for about the last what, year or so, and we do the Badger Cast. And joining me is Crystal from the Life of Spa Guy's Wife. Hi, Crystal. Hello. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? And I'm good, thank you. And just like you, um, I, I really appreciated you contacting me to be a part of this podcast because I, too, struggle with uh, certain goals in my life. We're very busy, and we're trying to look after children and husbands and families and everything that entails, and a lot of times we forget to look after ourselves. And if we're not looking after ourselves, we're not doing a very good job for everybody else. So um, I have about 28 pounds to lose uh, in total. I'm down about seven so far. And it's a challenge for me, and I find as I'm getting older, it gets even more difficult. So I'm hoping that through the support system of yourself and Amy and everybody else out there that I can reach those goals and get healthier and happier and just be overall a better person. I agree with you. Um, And speaking of goals, my overall goal is 70 pounds at minimum. Uh, I started doing my stuff, what I've been doing since about the middle of March, and I am down 28 pounds as of this week. That's awesome. Yeah, it feels really good. Um, It's been interesting to hear the different things at work. Um, Some people are like, awesome, like you've said, and I've had a couple people tell me, oh, that's too much too fast. And I'm like, well, I think everybody's different. You know, I'm probably going to plateau. I I kind of feel myself doing that because it's getting a little harder to keep to what I've been doing, but my main goal in doing this is I started out to me the right way. Before I even started any of this, I went and I had my whole physical done. Um, And I would suggest that for anybody out there who hasn't done any exercise or hasn't followed a diet or really wants to significantly drop calories or certain food groups, if you're talking like the Atkins type diet where you're cutting out the majority of your carbs, that you need to go and get the A-OK from your physician, that you get a clean bill of health, that you know that there's nothing else that you need to keep in mind while you're making your goals and figuring out how to come um, to plan for those goals. Um, Absolutely. I think I think that's really important, Julie, that, uh, you know, you need to find what works for you. And as long as it's being done in a healthy manner and you're not cutting corners as far as your health goes, you know, everybody, like you say, is different. And weight loss may come quicker at the beginning for you, but may slow down. And for others, it may take longer or it may even be quicker. Correct. Uh, I see that with um, a couple people I work with that have lost 
I mean, I wouldn't say drastic amounts of weight, but they've some have lost it in two to three months. Some have lost it in six to nine months. And others out there have slowly been losing a little bit over like the last year or so. And we, and we all approach it differently. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. And one of the things I'm finding now um, this time around, because I did lose this weight about 18 years ago, and it took me three kids to put it back on, um, was that what worked 18 years ago doesn't work now. Um, part of that is I'm older. I'm over 40, and your metabolism just kind of goes downhill when you hit the 40 mark. Um, I can't do physically the amount of stuff that I did back when I was 25, 26 years old compared to now, and um, I wouldn't want to do some of the stuff that I did back then. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm finding that the... the to me, like the minimum things to keep in mind when, when people are setting their goals are I would never go and take a diet, calorie diet like below 1,200 calories unless you're doing it with the um, approval of your physician. And, and there are some weight loss programs out there through physicians that are less than 1,200 calories, but they are very strictly modif modified and very strictly followed with what you're doing. Um, there are a host of different things out on the internet for people to look at. Um, the, the American Diabetic Association and the, um, oh, I can't think of the name. It's a, I want to say it's the nutritional people, and I can't think of their name right now. Um, and here it's the Canada Health Guide. You know, you can go online and look up the Canadian Health Guidelines, and, right. and you know, it'll give you what your daily intake of mm -hmm. certain things should be. Correct. Just, I mean, just look up um, like weight table or um, ideal body weight and you will get a host of things to, to look at and figure out where your ideal body weight is. And they look at, you know, your body size. Are you small boned, average boned, big boned? They look at your height. They look at your age because my ideal body weight 18 years ago would have been something like 112 to 124 pounds. But 18 years later, if I go strictly by the guidelines for ideal body weight, an ideal body weight for me now at 43 years of age is somewhere between 118 and 135 pounds. So right. make sure that you, you're finding a um, reputable source. And if you don't find those, again, to double check with your physician. Um, other things that I'm seeing, is, seeing and people talk about are all of the different diets that are out there. Um, I personally don't really agree with the Adkins philosophy where you cut all your carbs out and then slowly add them back in. I think that you're, you're doing more harm to your body. It's, to me, it's moderation. You know, have I cut out chocolate and sugar and sweets out of my diet? No, I, that's impossible. That's not going to happen with me. Um, yeah. I, I think that if you're educated enough and you're, and you're getting the information for yourself, that you can include those treats because, you know what, if you take them away and you're constantly craving them, you're not going to do yourselves any good. That you should, exactly. You should keep to those basic food groups. You know, you need your fruits, you need your vegetables, you do need carbs at whatever point that you need to cut them down to or include them if you're um, 
the few out there that um, need to gain weight instead of lose weight. Um, and you know, it's, it's nice to treat yourself every once in a while. Uh, yeah, it is. I've done personally done the Atkins program and it does work. It, it takes the weight off very quick, but I must say the minute you go off of it or try to bring those carbs back in, unless you are severely disciplined, it comes right back on and it comes back on hard and it comes back fast and usually more. And I've just found for me that I'm a big fan of the Weight Watchers program, but that program is going based on those healthy food guidelines. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of, of becoming, and it's a lifestyle change. And that's what we all have to remember. You can diet all you want, but you have to continue to make those healthy choices for the rest of your life. If you stop doing that, the weight's going to come back on. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of keeping those skills or, or making those choices long term, which is really hard to do sometimes. And the one thing I've learned through all of this is that you can't beat yourself up. If you have a bad day, you just shake it off and you start again the next day. And you're going to have those days or those special events and those special occasions. And and you, you're going to overindulge or you're not going to get out and exercise as much. But just keep trying. Don't give up. Right. That's I, what I'm finding. I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Even in a normal everyday world with normal everyday things going on, we don't all have good days every day. It, it's, it's the same with weight loss. Um, you, I'm, I'm a feeling, I have the feeling um, that you will agree with this next statement. With families, it's so hard with being on the go, rushing the kids from school to this thing to that thing, trying to make healthy choices when you're looking at fast food and not being home to make those meals is, is an even harder thing these days. And I've found that lately, um, especially like tonight, like Wednesday night, we have, we, I pick the kids up from school, we go to a chiropractor appointment, we go right to the Y, and by the time we get home after swimming lessons, it's 7 o'clock at night, and I haven't had time to do anything since 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So what do you do for dinner? <laughs> And we've always done, up until recently, it's been the kids get to pick a place to go out to dinner. It's Wednesday night dinner out. Well, we're trying to stay with that, but making healthier choices. Um, and that's that's going to be a really big sticking point for mom here because there's nothing really healthy out there. Um, you got to look really close for it. I found a few ways to do it through a couple of the different um, fast food places. Um, we have a, a place called um, Jimmy John's that's around here that's kind of a sandwich and sub shop. They have a whole little thing where they have something called an unwitch. Basically, you take your sub sandwich, and it's instead of being put on bread or the sub roll, it gets wrapped up in lettuce. And they're actually... Quite tasty. I mean, it's the same thing yeah. you get in the in the sandwich, wrapped in lettuce. They look huge, but when you think of the um, what you're getting there, it's all good stuff for you. You got your meat and you got your vegetable with the um, tomato and avocado, whatever you want to put on it. You just don't have any of the car- hardly any of the carbs compared to what you would get with the regular sandwich. Um, I'm finding McDonald's while they have salad options. I don't think they're very sal- <laughs> they're very palatable. <laughs> and as we sit here and talk, my husband's sticking his mouth in his throat saying because he didn't like it either <laughs> when we tried it a couple weeks ago. We've had better... Find... Go ahead. Sorry, I find the um, Wendy's salads. I don't know. Do you have Wendy's? 
We have Wendy's. Yeah, that for here anyway, the Wendy salads are a good choice, providing you don't use a whole lot of the dressing mm-hmm. and that you get the grilled versus the breaded chicken, that they've got some good salad choices. I'll have to check those out. Specifically around my house, I don't, I can't think of a Wendy's. Um, I've been doing, we have Culver's and if anybody out there has listened to Love Long and Live Long, wait a minute, Love Long and Prosper. I can get the words out. Um, it's not just uh, butter burgers and um, custard. Um, they do have salads. Their salads aren't bad, but you have to watch, again, like you're saying, the dressing and um, some of the more fattening things that they do add to their um, salads, like avocado and um, taking the grilled chicken instead of the fried or crispy-type chicken. Um, but they're huge salads. You could take one of their salads and you can make two meals out of it. They're just huge. And that's one thing I've noticed from at different places, be it fast food or sit-down restaurants, when they say that they're going to serve you something healthier, it may be healthier, but you still need to look at size portion because you could eat the whole thing, but there'd be like two servings there, maybe three depending on where you're going. Um, I think that's about it with like restaurant type of stuff, unless you had anything else to add there with just trying to find the best thing when you're out and about. Yeah, it's a challenge for us too because like you say, that the kids' schedule, like Tuesdays in our house, we go from karate to dance class to baseball. And a lot of times we're not getting home till 8.30 at night. So I'm rushing home in between those two activities to try and put something on the table. I'm trying really hard to use the crock pot on those days but I'm not a very creative cook, and I hate <laughs> meal planning. So if anybody's got great ideas for simple meals, pass them along because I don't mind cooking. It's just the whole planning process. I find it very frustrating, and you're trying new recipes, and you put them on the table, and the kids are like, ooh, what's that? So it's really hard to please everybody, and I know you've said this before, Julie, too, is that you're, I refuse to cook. A meal for everybody in the house. Oh yeah, that that's just not happening here. <laughs> no, so you know, I hate spending two hours making a dinner, and you know, my husband's very good. He doesn't care as long as he gets fed for the most part. But it's just, you know, I know they're kids, but ew, what's that? I don't want to eat that. I mean, they eat it, mm-hmm. but you know, you put all that effort into it, and it may not be the greatest meal, but you've tried, and I don't know. I, I just find the whole thing really frustrating. So. You know, healthy recipes that the whole family can enjoy that doesn't take a whole lot of, you know, preparation, bring them on. Because, you know, for me, that's my biggest challenge is cooking meals every day and trying to fit them in this busy schedule as well. Right. I'd have to agree there. And for me, I, at least the way I think and the way I I, um, feel about it is that it's harder for me because I work second shift. So there are four days a week that I'm pretty much gone in the evening and Dale's it. And if I want to adhere to that nobody's special and doesn't every five different special things being cooked, then I have to plan ahead for what he needs to cook while I'm gone or make it before I even leave the house for work, which means that I'm I'm packing in what could normally happen in eight hours into a three or four hour block in the morning and making sure that's all done before I leave. In addition to all the other stuff that we have to do as moms around the house. And it gets 
to be a hassle because like you're saying, I don't want to spend a lot of time and I don't want it to, um, take away from other stuff that we're doing. And like you, I tried to use the crock pot a little bit more. Um, and I found a lot of different recipes. Not all of them are very good. Um, some of them I've kind of tweaked my own way. Um, I think the best thing that I found doing in a crock pot, um, and it, it is nutritious and it's easy and it, you can just put it in the morning and leave, um, is doing either chicken or pork chops in the crock pot. And what I do really easy, I stick the frozen pork chops or chicken in the, um, crock pot. I add a bottle of whatever marinade I want and an equal amount of water, put the crock pot on low and let it go. And when I come back home in the afternoon before I go to work, they are literally almost falling apart. They're so tender and have all that flavor packed in. And it's taken me, gee, 10 minutes to do that. And the cost of a marinade bottle, which is what? Two, three bucks. And I don't have to sit and make sure I have cilantro for this dish or um, parsnips or whatever. I don't have to go out and buy special things. It's stuff that I already have in the house um, that I would probably have used a different way, like cook it in the oven or something like that. But I can put it in the pot and forget it. And that's worked out really good. Um, Other things that I found recipe-wise... They're nice, and they, they're, ve- they're very good because they sit and they tell you your calories and your carbs and all that stuff. But I'm finding that they take forever to make because they mm-hmm. are so specialized. And it's like there has to be something out there. So anybody who's listening to this podcast, we are open to suggestions on where to go for quick, easy, nutritious meals um, to put together for families or people on the go. Um, I think that kind of segues into kind of how I want to try and set up the segments that we do on the podcast. Um, There's like three basic things that I want to kind of cover in some way, shape, or form. Um, Inspiration slash motivation um, being the first. The second would be pitfalls or traps that we find ourselves in or that we found others in and how we can avoid them. And then the last one would be meal tips and, and planning and different things out there to help make it easier for um, moms, people on the go. I mean, just the, your average person in today's world, that they don't want to sit in the kitchen for three hours planning meals. They don't want to sit and slave over a meal for an hour to make sure that it's, it's healthy for them and easy. It, it shouldn't take that long. It shouldn't take that much time away from the rest of your life to become a healthier eater and to uh, make the better food choices. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly that, um, yeah, we want to make it as simple as possible. And, you know, it does take work. It takes work to reach any goal that we have. But if we can make life simpler along the way and make those goals easier to obtain, you know, we're all the better for it because ultimately we get to our goals a lot easier. I agree. Um, with all that we've said, I'm kind of trying to wrap things up for this first time through, um, do you have any quick tips that you can think of off the top of your head that have helped you um, trying to get back into the healthier lifestyle here? Uh, my biggest one right now would be get an exercise buddy. If there's 
anybody that you have that is willing to go to the gym with you or go for a walk with you that will motivate you to go. I've got a girlfriend that I call the gym Nazi and <laughs> she will phone me at eight o'clock almost every night and say, okay, we're going. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I won't make that move by myself, but if somebody calls me, I'm gone. I, I'm more than happy. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's a great break. But if I don't have that person, then a lot of times I won't do it. I hear you. I did try that one. And um, if I worked a regular shift, I think that would work much better for me. Um, my tip when it comes to exercising is if you're like me and you're on and off shift when you're doing stuff when most people aren't. I um, took advantage of our Y membership, and I went with one of the classes there that is a women-only workout. And um, there's like a group of six of us that gets together twice a week. I pay a small fee. I mean, not an exorbitant fee, but a small fee for the class. The There is a lady there who um, kind of gives us an outline of stuff to do, but she's not... She's not, like, hounding you. She's there if you need help. And um, she made the comment um, yesterday during class that there is a, another person that's going to be taking over on the days that she can't be there. And she looked at me, and she goes, she's kind of on her own. And I said, well, when, when I need help, I'll yell. But for the most part, I just need that guideline. I just need to know that they're expecting me, um, that they, they will know if I'm not there. And they do say something. If you miss or, or you have, they don't see you doing something, they're like, is there a problem? They're very willing to work with you. And then it's given me another group of people that, um, again, extending your network of people who, is, who are out there to support you, um, that helps. Um, the, there are other people I know that choose the personal trainer method. If there's most people like me, I don't have that exorbitant amount of money to spend 80, 90 bucks an hour for a personal trainer. But going through no. the Y and paying that 30 or $40 for a 6 to 10-week course, that's helpful to me. Um, so that's my tip. If you if you can't find that exercise buddy, find an exercise group, be it a real personable one or one that's a little bit bigger within an athletic club. I think that'll help. Yeah, um, and you do have to find a time that's good for you. Like I, I have fortunately the luxury where I work from home. So my time is much more than you having to try and fit it into a busy, long work schedule. Uh, but I make the sacrifice in the sense that I don't walk till 9, 9.30 at night. So I'm up late. That's the time that works for me because I need to be with the kids. And during the day, I work from home. So you've got to find the time that's going to work for you, too. Yes, I agree there. For, for me, right now, it's um, mid-mornings. They're working out good. But the kids are in school, and I got that time completely to myself. We'll see how that goes now when we switch to the summer program. <laughs> Um, yes. Coming up in the middle of June here when they get done with school. Um, but I have some thoughts on that that I, I think we'll get to the next show. Um, I have one question. If you're out walking at 8, 9 o'clock at night, what do you use for um, safety issues? I mean, are you wearing reflective things or do you have streetlights by your house or what? For the most part, we walk the main street, so there are um, street lamps, but there are areas that are quite dark, and I do take a reflective coat with me. Some of the other ladies, they're all in black, so I try and keep around them, but they do have the water bottle holders that do have the reflective tape on them, and I believe their running shoes are reflective as well. So at least one of us 
has a major reflective item and then the other ones do have a small amount. And I quite often, I don't take our dog with us, which breaks my heart, but we go for a long walk and he's not a good street walker. He mm -hmm. doesn't like the, um, the traffic. So to have a hundred pound dog with us, uh, it's just not feasible. But there's usually three to four of us that go. So in that safety aspect, it helps. And then the reflective, yes, we're on Main Street. So we, we definitely need that. Well, the nurse in me says congratulations for thinking of all that. <laughs> I mean, I've thought about walking around here at night, but we are out in way suburbia. Um, we don't have street lights on our, on our streets. If there's a light out, it's whatever light is out in front of the house. You might find a street light at the beginning of the subdivision. We do not have sidewalks by my house. Um, so if I was to think of possibly walking at night, I would have to have a flashlight with me at least to see where the heck I was going. And I'm not sure I'm ready to take that risk because nobody else would be up and walking with me. Um, mm. But it's something I've thought about. We'll see how it goes yeah. this summer because that's, that's an option for the summer if I can't get out with the kids during the day. And yeah, and it is moving. staying lighter longer. Like here, I'm not sure about where you guys are, but I'm finding now, you know, 9, 9.30, it's getting, it's staying light. And that's not actually really, really dark till oh, just after 10. you're making me jealous. It's, 10. It was dark by 7.30, quarter to 8 tonight. So you oh. get a lot more daylight than we do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> oh. um, Okay, getting to wrapping things up here for this first edition of Motivated Women. Um, the last thing I have here is um, going to links or suggested sources. And you came up with a couple that um, I really like. Um, the first one was the Hungry Girl website, which was www.hungry-girl.com. And can you tell us how you found that one? I found that through a People magazine, actually, and I still honestly haven't had a chance to go through the site, but what I've seen so far, I really like. They seem to give you um, some healthy uh, ways to cook things, so like cake. Instead of using, I think it was like eggs and milk, you could use pumpkin pie filling to make it a lower-calorie, lower-fat option. Um, I believe there's a weigh-in area and, and what have you. I Honestly, I haven't checked into it too far, Julie, but from what I've seen so far, it looks really interesting and a good option. I, I logged on to the site, um, I think yesterday or the day before after I saw that from you, and it's set up real cute, kind of like the 50-ish colors, you know, the girl with the ponytail type thing, glasses. They had a daily weigh-in section, and they had a meal thing. They had a couple different things, but I don't know if it was just my computer that day or if they were having a bad web day because I couldn't get to certain links. Certain things would just um, not go anywhere, and others gave me some of the recipes and stuff like that. So it's something I want to go back and look at because it did look like it had a variety of things that we're talking about and are um, important to us and I think are important to a lot of people. Um, the other one that you have, I haven't been able to look at, and it sounds really cool, and that's um, www.mapmywalk.com. 
What yeah, can and you tell me about that? It's a great site. If you're walking, and I believe there's one for running too, uh, but if you want to track, it, it has a whole um, section where you can put in your weight and your height. You can actually physically map your walk. So if you take a walk and you're not sure how far you've walked, you can map it out. It will tell you. It will also tell you how many calories you burnt. You have an option to put in your start time, your end time. And it will calculate how many calories based on the information that you put in that you've burnt. Um, it will track your walks for a calendar month. And it, will, it just tracks it. And it, I don't know, you can, if you're looking for a new way to walk, you can map it all out before you go. You can make it public. You can keep it private. It's just got a lot of really great tools within it if you are walking as part of your plan. That sounds really cool because that's the problem I'm having now is the boredom factor with my walk. I have come up with like maybe two or three different areas or ways to walk around our subdivision and the adjoining subdivisions, but they're getting boring. And when I find when I'm getting bored, I don't want to do it as much so that to have something new would be great um, and to be able to nicely map that out without having to go through the um, trial and error type method um, would be wonderful. So that's something I'm going to really look at um, this week to see what if they can help me. And the option with that one too as well, Julie, is that if you have a profile on there and you make your walk public, you could search walks in your area. And when you set up the walk, it'll say, is it a road walk? Is it hilly? Is it on main terrain, dirt road? It, you can level the walk and, and rate how hard, how easy it is. So it gives you a lot of options if you're not creative or wanting to, you know, try one on your own. You can look at other walks that people have put on there as well. Oh, that sounds really cool because um, I'm thinking of different trails around our house. Um, I, I'm not real familiar with what you have around your house, but we have um, a state forest, national forests, and um, different um, trails and stuff around us that would be cool to map out before I went out and looked at them. Yeah. Yeah, we do as well. We, we're in a very odd neighborhood in the sense that it's very urban and we're close to highways, but within, you know, half a mile, we have a, the Trans-Canada Trail and rivers and mountains. And so it's, it's very complex in the sense of, you know, you want a terrain, you can go on a terrain hike. You want to walk flat, you can. There's lots of different options. That's cool that you're in an area like that, and same here, that we have so much to offer, and I think it's just getting out and finding out what's around us to help us, because I think there's a lot more out there that we don't give ourselves credit for knowing or, um, what's the word I want? Um, I don't know. <laughs> but um, just there's there's more out there than we know that's out there and if we're motivated and and we want to keep ourselves going we're going to get out there and look for the stuff um and i look at the fun factor too because there's a lot of this stuff that i've gotten the kids involved in because they can come out and do stuff with me i can still do stuff that's fun and entertaining for the kids and still be healthy and a good choice for mom absolutely um anything else that you want to add to this as our our original first try at this <laughs> no i think i think uh you know for our first show i think it's gone very well and i'm really excited to um take this further and see what people have to say and and just collaborating everybody's ideas together and coming up with things that work for all of us and just you know get us out there and get us moving and healthy and and the support 
you know, because the bottom line is if you don't have the support behind you, it's very hard to keep going. Mm -hmm. I would say that anybody can contact us. We want to hear about anything. If it's just to sit and, and talk and mull over stuff or just to, you know, pop in and say hi and whatever, we, like Crystal says, we would love to hear from you. Um, and our little producer here just gave me the information I forgot. Um, our contact info, at least for me, um, would be um, getting a hold of me at donttickleme at gmail.com, and that's D-O-N-T-T-I-C-K-L-E-M-E at gmail.com, or for right now, getting a hold of me at 206-202-2008, and that you're going to hear... Um, either the Philosophy Guy Show or Badger Cast for that number until we can set up a K7 number for us. Um, how would we get a hold of you, Crystal? You can reach me uh, again at uh, my other podcast. It's spaguyswife at gmail.com, and that's S-P-A-G-U-Y-S-W-I-F-E. My mouth isn't working. <laughs> and, uh, again, if you want to call me via the K7 line, as Julie said before, we get this one set up. My number is area code 206-350-0221, and that will say you've reached the life of Spell Guy's wife. So have no fear. Leave a message anyway. We'll get it. We will get it somehow. Thank you so much for coming in with me and um, putting up with all the stuff we had to try and get this stuff um, together. And a special thanks to Dale, who is sitting here <laughs> listening to us banter back and forth while he puts it together for us. Um, Thank you, so, Dale. Um, my goal would be to get together in another yeah, probably two weeks. There's no way I'm going to be able to do a weekly show here. Um, and we'll see what we can come up with for show number two. It sounds great. And thank you, Julie, so much for spearheading this and getting this ball rolling. I think it's going to be a really good venture for all of us and anybody who tunes in and listens. So I think thank so you too. so much. You're welcome. It's going to be my motivation which is what I need. So And mine too. Thanks again. Thank Have you. a good night. Let the sunlight chase us all day.